0: Good morning and greetings. This is gonna be a special one, so uh, there was a, there were a couple of agents out of California, also with EXP, who reached out and I was very honored to record a webinar with them. So it was about uh, local markets and business strategies and as you can probably tell by my attire, I was uh, in Mexico when I recorded this. But we did kind of cut off the front part of it. So to give you some context, I think the first question they asked was, what got you into real estate? What is your story? prior to real estate and what did that look like beforehand? So I'm in the middle of answering that question. So um, yeah, let me know what you guys think. You know, this is some sort of out, Um, like this is gonna be everything for me. And so all or nothing, like we're doing this, right? And so diving into real estate, uh, I was previously in the automotive industry and when I thought forward, I was like, you know what? I just This isn't really where I wanna be. Right? I was going to school for mechanical engineering, wanted to open up my own shop, work with cars, all that stuff. And I had a family friend who was in real estate who ended up taking me under his wing, and he mentored me. And he showed me how to do the transaction backwards and forwards, and it was amazing. And I had a great first year. Um, And then reality hit the second year and I'm like, oh, I actually have to search for business, right? I have to build a business. I have to build my foundation. I have to build up my systems. I have to build up my processes. I have to do my networking. I have to make my calls, right? All the things that everybody struggles with in real estate, uh, I had to learn how to do. And that was just my goal the entire time was... I just want to know that I tried my hardest because truthfully, if I tried my hardest and it didn't work out for me, that's okay. Like I'm still young enough. I can try other things. I can go back to school. I can do whatever. But I just wanted to know that if I was going to get into real estate, I would try. Right. And I gave myself a chance and uh, here we are now. So fast forward um, on the Moxie real estate team agent. And I oversee uh, a lot of our new projects and operations. So big partnerships and big marketing, new things. Uh, if you have like any big marketing campaigns, uh, that's, that's what I do. And I would love to kind of move in the direction of team lead because as much as I love being in the transaction, buying and selling homes. Uh, oh, and by the way, I do have experience in property management as well, but I got out of that um, after having joined EXP. But um, yeah, hopefully one day I can be training other agents, uh, speaking to other agents, helping people get their feet under them and uh, help people get their start and be successful in real estate. Um, I, my goal is always to give people the help that I never had. So, yeah.
1: Wow. Thank you for that.
0: Right, uh, your biggest supporter? Right. <laughs> Did you say who is my biggest supporter? Yes. <laughs> Oh man, I have to say my mom. I feel like that's such a cliche wow. answer, but she just believed in me. Like no matter where I was, no matter what I was doing, if I was on top of the world saying like, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna be the best. She was right there with me. Uh, but also when I was at my lowest and I said, I don't know if I can do this. Like this is, this is tough. This requires a lot for me. This requires more than I've ever had to give before. Uh, she was there for me. So yeah, definitely my mom. Uh, but I've also had, I've just been so fortunate having people along the way, uh, professional support, vendors, lenders, partners, I mean, my financial advisor now has been such an encouragement to me, uh, always pushing me forward, always wanting to see me do my best. And now our current team lead does the same thing. I mean, it's, it's harsh sometimes. It's tough love, right? It's somebody saying like, hey, in order to be successful, in order to do the things that you said you want to accomplish, you have to do this, this, and this, and I'm not seeing you do it. Uh, and that's the, that's the type of love and support that you need sometimes. It's not always going to be rainbows and sunshine, you know?
2: Facts. I, I, agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, just to piggyback on, your, uh, on what you said earlier, um, you see, uh, first of all, uh, a lot, I get a lot of questions of uh, how old are you? You don't mind. Uh, people say you're, you're young, um, you know, you're in a business, you this know, you're yeah. and all that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Good observation. I am 22. I started oh when I was God. about 19, 20. So
3: congrats and all your success.
0: Yeah. Wow. Thank you. I honestly can't attribute it, any, any of it to myself. I mean, like I said, I've had amazing support. I have an amazing team. Um, that's it. It just happened to work out. All right. Awesome.
2: Awesome. Uh, you said the first year, uh, I just want to emphasize that you said your first year you did great. Um, the first year, uh, in terms of numbers, uh, how much did you sold, um, that first year? Um, in volume or in dollars
0: um that's a good question i i didn't actually write that down so i want to say three and a half million ish which isn't anything crazy it just was a lot more than i was expecting it to be um and so i guess the fir- really the first year and a half is when there is a lot of success so i just happen to have a network in the sphere who uh the timing seemed to work out with and they were pretty high net worth people and so um being with those clients seeing like those luxury deals and making those partnerships with other people so for example i'll do a quick shout out i have a partner and a good friend called bo Palazzola, who is the director of nest seekers colorado uh the mountain division of that um, huge international luxury real estate team company and um we partnered on a couple deals starting out and it was funny because we met on social media. So I always preach the power of social media, but also partnerships. Um, so reach out to people, ask questions. But anyways, um, I had people in my own sphere, and my own network that I, that I worked with and did deals with. And those were kind of, those were freebies, I'll be honest, right? Those get handed to you. Um, and, you know, having those partnerships of saying, hey, I'll do the Bruce on ground type of work as long as you do the marketing, contract stuff. And it just worked out. It was a perfect partnership. It was a great uh, experience for me, learning that side of the business, um, and that's how we started out. Second year, I don't even want to ask Nate what the members so were. We won't talk about that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, no don't worries, no worries. But uh, yeah, great, great info. Um, um, like I said, uh, we, one and I and you, we all know that um, the key to success is that uh, you know, network, motivation the peer, your spear, your family, and all that. So, it's it, it, it's it's not just a single what do you call it solo uh, agent. It's it's the whole network uh, within your you know within your circle. You know, so
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm, Did I'm you automatically
3: join the team when you first started?
0: Yeah, good question. So I, that person who I was mentored by, who I was shadowing. Um, they were a team, but they were very, very loose, right? So they were, he was essentially teaching me how to do the transaction. He would, you know, walk me along the steps, walk me through the contracts, all, all the things that you should do when you're on a team. Uh, but there are no leads provided. There was no, you know, like formal CRM or, or website or stuff like that. So it was kind of like anything I wanted to do marketing uh, or advertising wise would be on me. And, uh, That was a good learning experience because while I did get a couple of deals here and there that, you know, I already had going on, um, I didn't necessarily learn how to build a sustainable business. And obviously that was at the height of the market, right? So that was right at the peak when it was hot, hot, hot. Like I swear leads would just like appear out of thin air. Um, and so, like I said, when reality hit, uh, the second, the second, yeah, towards the end of the second year, it was like, oh, I actually have to make calls. I have to do my follow-ups. Like all the things that run a sustainable business, right? Your marketing budget, right? How do you budget? I mean, I didn't even know how to do taxes as a 1099 uh, independent contractor. There were so many things that were so new to me that I didn't understand yet.
1: Okay. Yeah. So
3: speaking of the 1099, did you taught yourself or you had to get knowledge or try to learn off
0: of someone? Uh, Like most other things, I just went out and asked questions, did a Um, lot of Googling, lots of YouTube videos. Uh, No, but also I did, yeah, have a a formal financial advisor and uh, just asking other agents like, hey, how do you have things set up? So as you guys probably know, I mean, setting up an LLC is the bare minimum. You want that corporate veil, you want some of the tax uh, benefits, but really when you get past a certain number, you wanna have your S-corp set up, right? Um, And these are just the things that most people don't teach you. They teach you how to buy and sell. They teach you how to do, you know, all the things that are a little bit more flashy, a little prettier, right? Everybody wants to go start a YouTube channel. Everybody wants to start a podcast. Um, But how are you following up with your clients, right? How are you paying your taxes? Are you paying quarterly? Are you paying annually? Are you willing to take that 7% hit? All that kind of stuff um, that nobody talks about that I had to source from multiple different people uh, because when... When you're starting out, you hear the first thing and you think it's true. It's just like anything else. I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about anything. And so how much of my annual income am I supposed to allocate towards my marketing budget, right? Is it all of it? I'm sure you heard those people like Mosey or whatever online, like invest in yourself a hundred percent, just put it all back into your business. And it's like, okay, but what's actually realistic, right? Sometimes I want to go out right. to dinner. Sometimes like, I actually want to pay rent, stuff like that. So um, yeah, as a newer agent, it's super intimidating. And so I would, I would highly, highly, highly recommend starting off on a team. Even if you take a uh, hit in your commission, I always say 50% of one deal is better than 100% of zero deals. So I think it's worth it. Correct,
2: correct. Uh, just to piggyback on, uh joining the team. Uh I I had one um, you know, I had a thought that I wanted to join team. Like we said, I think you, you rather have zero deal, you rather have some deal than zero deal, right? Uh on top of that, yeah. you know, the, the, the commission and all that. But I the at the end of the day is uh you will build, you know, you'll build your your um expertise, you build your company build um your support team and all that um now i agree with the uh team but for me i haven't put a trigger yet but um hopefully soon hopefully you want to join with me too
0: <laughs> you can do it long come on i'm telling you and the thing is so after yeah i'll just talk about that so after having moved from that team because um I'm not talking down in any way, just they were. uh, he was a little bit more disorganized, right? Because he was more advanced in his career, right? He had been in the business 10 plus years. Uh, He managed properties. He had a lot of referrals. He had a lot of uh, just networking skills that I didn't have at that time. And so for him to kind of take more of a passive approach and wait for people to call him old friends, uh, old people, you know, old clients that he's done past business with. He could do that. I couldn't, right? I was young and fresh. I was ready to go get it. I was ready to go at it. uh, And I just didn't have what he had, right? I didn't have a book of business like like he did. And so having joined the Moxie team, it was completely different. Structured, much more, well, it was structured, right? So we always say freedom without a framework. So we have our team lead. We have our marketing director. We have our full-time assistant. We have our ISA, our inside sales agent who nurtures leads. We've got a formal CRM. We have everything set up so that you as an agent can just do what you're good at. Because I always say this, I I believe 100% that you should do what you're best at. Operate at your highest and best. Because the truth is, I could make calls all day long, or I could do contract work all day long. But truthfully, after a certain point or showings, for example, it takes up a lot of time. And that's something that you can outsource right? That's something that you can, I'm sure you hear this word all the time. It's kind of a buzzword at this point, leverage. Cause I only have a certain amount of time in the day, but what am I doing with that time that makes sense, the most sense for my business and for my team, right? I just got to a certain point on my former, on my previous team where I was like, I'm just tired. I'm, I'm tired of spinning my wheels. I'm tired of putting forth so much effort on, uh, you know, data entry and my CRM or, you know, website development. Or graphic design. When I'm not a graphic designer, I'm not a website developer. I'm not, you know, any of these things. And so, having joined the team, having that support, seeing everybody operate at their highest and best, and do what they're best at, that's where I see everybody flourish. And here's why: because again, we only have so much time in the day. So all I need to do is consult my clients. Right? You guys know what the money money making activities are going on listing appointments, going on buyer's consultations, making your calls to follow up with previous clients, right? All the things that make you money and support your business as much as we have to do on the side, because we wear a lot of hats. We have to do a lot of things we have to work on contracts. We have to update the MLS. We have to schedule our time. We have to set up all those appointments that we just talked about. So having somebody there in each of those roles, I mean, nurturing clients, I'm sure, you know, with property management, you have a lot of this type of contact, but nurturing uh, tenants, right? Like nurturing rental leads or just talking with your sellers. Maybe the person you talk to doesn't sell today, but six months, right? 10 months, a year, five years down the line. It takes a lot of time to not only uh, follow up with them and stay in touch in, in various ways, right? Through physical mail, through text, through email, through calls. Uh, but it also takes a method, right? You have to be very methodical. So do you have your CRM set up with the drip campaign, following up with them, all the little things that go into our business, we can't let anything slip through the cracks, right? Because they're all relationships and relationships with uh, their clients are essential. That's what builds our business. So um, yeah, there's just a lot that goes on and I 100% wholeheartedly believe in the team. And uh, yeah, I'm absolutely taking a hit on that commission-wise. Um, but how much more volume am I, I'm able to push out and the quality of service that I'm able to give my clients now is, I mean, head and shoulders above what I'm used to. So I believe in it.
3: Awesome. So why eXp? Did you do uh, research on different brokerages or you just specifically
1: chose eXp?
0: <laughs> That's kind of funny because... Um, a little bit of background on my team, actually, I, I had been approached by so many brokers, like most people had, um, so many brokerages, so many calls, so many KW agents, so many summits, so many events, like, Hey, come to this. We're, you know, all kinds of things. Um, I had rejected somebody from EXP, I think two or three times and not just like, Hey, you should check it out. Like formal sit down, talk about EXP. Here's how we work as a company. Would you like to join? I like, I can't remember if it's two or three times, but I remember specifically saying no. And here's why I just didn't, I don't know, for whatever reason, I don't think I fully processed how our business worked yet. Right. Because I was still learning. I was still learning everything. And so I said no a few times, but I, it was during the summer. It was during the time when the business had slowed down a little bit. And I got a, I got a text from an agent friend of mine who said, Hey, you know, we went to, uh, we went to this crawfish boil or or lunch or something. And uh, I want to connect you with another agent. He's got a team and they're so busy with buyers right now. They just need help with showings. Uh, Would you mind being a showing agent for them? I'm like, yeah, I've got time right now. And you know how it is summertime, uh, springtime, there's a lot more business going on. Um, And so I said, yes, of course, uh, picking up a little extra money, just doing showings. And we got them under contract, their clients under contract, I think after maybe two showings. And I'm like, oh, wow. In the heat of the market, they got their client under contract like that. Like that's something I, I, I took that in mentally, but I didn't say anything about it. And so uh, I ended up meeting with that agent whose name is Matt. He's one of the co-founders of our team. And I sat down with Matt. Of course, we're talking business. I get to know him. And I like him because he's just a cool guy, but talking business, he said a lot of the things that I say, right? Operate at your highest and best, leverage your time, um, all the things that I agree with. And the gear start turning my head. I'm like, huh. And that's when I started doing a little more research about like teams and, uh, you know, running a business. And that's when I started changing from like, this is a job to this is a business, right? And I have to run it like a business. Because uh, it's not just me. I'm not just empo- an employee having a boss behind me saying, do this, do that, right? Um, so I have to run things on my own. And funny enough, I met with, if you know them, the Mile High Property Brothers. They're huge real est- They're a huge real estate uh, team here under EXP as well in Colorado. Uh, met with them, and they said very similar things too. And I'm like, huh, I'm really learning a lot about our business. And I just had it before because I hadn't really dug my roots in deep to learn about what it was that I was doing or supposed to be doing. And uh, next time I had sat down with Matt again, he had a formal presentation of like, hey, uh, not just EXP. here's what we do as the Moxie team. He talked about what they covered. He obviously talked about numbers, but he's like, look, you as an agent, I think he said the exact words I was thinking. We don't want you to feel like you're spinning your wheels and we don't want there to be a disconnect in effort versus output, right? I'm like, oh, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, we want you to be successful. We're going to give you the tools, training and resources to be that. And I'm like, cool. And I think the next day I had been uh, transferred from my old team to my new team. And yeah, same thing. Hit the ground running, did exactly what they said. Uh, They had formal training. We had weekly like internal team meetings that I wasn't used to before because we didn't have that. Right. Uh, So being consulted, being held accountable, setting goals, talking about your goals uh, and keeping your goals in mind with your not only your weekly actions, but your daily actions, right? If you want to win the year, you win the month uh, or the quarter. If you want to win the quarter, win the month, win the month, day, all that, right? Um, and so after after seeing the way you should run a business, I'm like, oh my gosh, if anything, it just opened my eyes to what's possible uh, in our field because the truth is, We get paid from so many different sources. One, as you know, there's property management. We can buy, we can sell, we can refer things out. We can work with investors, luxury. You can do, uh, gosh, I mean, go get your uh, lender license. Do that, right? Um, There's so many things you can do. And I'm like, I can do anything right now. And I'm trying to squeeze myself into this little box of of what I want to be. And um, it just really opened my eyes and it was fascinating. So I know that was very long-winded, but I hope that answers your question.
1: Amazing answer. <laughs> um, lots of, of that. <laughs> um, so
2: you've been a team for over like over a year and a half, right? Been a team for over a year and a half, you say?
0: On my new team, only only about six months, just over six oh, months. Six, six yeah,
2: months,
0: okay. nine That's months already. maybe
2: yeah and how big is that that team Uh
0: so we've got three agents full-time two co-founders who also do their own deals Um, we've got a full-time assistant full-time and these are salaried Um, so we've got a full-time video production manager and then our inside sales agent so her job is to some of her tasks overlap with the assistant like doing tc work and whatnot um, but mostly nurturing leads, making sure people are reached out to, touched in various ways. So,
2: okay. So, so reaching out to clients, follow up, you'll have to. So, you're pretty much leveraging. Yep. That exactly.
0: Part. Exactly. All the phone calls, all the stuff that agents hate. But um, that's actually another <laughs> topic I definitely want to talk about.
2: Correct. Correct. So, that's a lot of the pros about joining a team. What's the cons, would you say? of joining a
0: team? Um, I think the initial biggest one is when you see your check, you're just like, oh, <laughs> uh, that's a big split. That's a big difference. That's probably the biggest one that pushes people away. And that's the one that people don't like. Um cons of joining a team. I mean, I don't know if this is so much as a con as it is like a, a frustration that you just have to deal with. But like having people who know you and see you almost every single day and hold you accountable is hard. I mean having to be accountable to somebody who you share your goals with and your insight with, and they say, hey, you said this, but your actions are not aligning with what you said. Your actions yeah. are not aligning with your goals. That's tough. Um, I think that's a very good thing. It's a very important thing, not only in our business, but in any business and really in our personal lives. Um, but it, it can be hard, right? Nobody wants to hear like, hey, you're doing something wrong. Like this is not right. good. <laughs> not
1: at all, well, we
0: but we do,
3: that is true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> And yeah, you know, there's normal stuff. Like anytime you work with people, there's going to be problems, miscommunications, like bad days. Um, but it's what we do consistently that makes us right. Like everybody has a bad day. Everybody's off. Um, everybody goes on vacation every once in a while, no big deal. Uh, but what are we consistently, are we showing up regularly for not only our clients, but also for our partners and our, our, our lenders specifically. And uh, and also our team, right? Like when people reach out to you, when people need you, are you there to step up and say, "Hey, yeah, I can show this house for you. I can show that client for you. I can, you know, wrap this up for you. Whatever." Uh, yeah, we're all here for each other.
2: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up about bad days. I mean, we all have bad days, right? Um, how How do you recover, or how do you take that bad way to turn into good days? How do you, on vacation, you talk to someone close to yeah. you or what, what, what's your mindset on that?
3: How do you How make you... a dark night a brighter day?
0: <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's, a, that's a pretty way to put it. Um, I'm just like anybody else. I'm saying this to myself just as much as I'm saying this to you guys, but I, I really tend to get hyper-focused on little stuff, right? Like when you have a bad day, when you have a bad moment, I dwell on it and focus on it and it's tough, but don't. Just realize like life goes on, life goes on. Uh, you made the mistake. You can't change the past. I mean, you need to remember that. Like, don't get caught up in the, in the guilt of like, I should have done this. I knew better. I should have, whatever. That's fine. Everybody has regrets, but what are you going to do with that? Like, let's move forward, right? You're going to have a better interaction. And here's the other thing. I, I think first and foremost is, is uh, hold yourself accountable. Just say, yes, I did make that mistake. I failed. I messed up whatever it is uh, and move on, move forward, not to ignore that or to minimize that, especially if that affects somebody else. Right. If in our business, we can make uh, little mistakes that have really big impact. um, Hold yourself accountable. Make it right. Do right by your client, no matter what. Do right by your team, no matter what. Um, But move on and just don't dwell on it. And that's why I don't even like to talk about it that much, because. I don't want to maximize their problems any more than they are because I think problems have a way of, of looking really, really big. But then when you step back, it's like, okay, it's just a part. It's not the whole. I'm going to keep moving on.
1: I agree. What are your problems that you face?
0: Oh, this is a good one. I just like most people, um, struggle with the simple stuff right i think people that are great or at least truly great uh successful in our business or in our industry uh are just really really good and consistent about doing the basics right um are they making the contacts that they need to to accomplish their numbers their business right are they following up with said clients are they doing the hard stuff because The great people aren't the ones who started out like super successful on YouTube or having this amazing big book of business or this amazing strong team puts up numbers year over year. They're the people who started out meeting people, making calls, knocking on doors. It's all the stuff that you don't wanna hear, but you know you need to do. Make the calls, right? Uh, I hope we all have CRMs. Follow up with the people in your CRM, right? If you've got a phone, you've got a CRM, go through your contacts and talk to every single person. Uh, And it doesn't have to be the boring, like, do you know anybody that's looking to buy or sell real estate? Catch up with them. Be genuine. Everybody can see right through when people are being disingenuous, and you don't want to be that person, right? Um, Sales is not about, I mean, I think this might be a little controversial. Sales is not about closing the deal. It's about building a stronger relationship so that not only will you secure every single deal that that person ever does, but they will also like you so much and enjoy that process that they will refer you to every single person that they know because you did such a good job. If I close a deal, but I screw that relationship, that's not a good sale. That wasn't worth it. Um, so yeah, just sticking to the basics, right? I am one of those people that got a little ahead of themselves and I jumped the gun and I started a podcast and that takes a lot of time. And we started our YouTube channel and thank God that's super successful. Um, but I still struggle with that to this day. Like, I get really bad phone anxiety. Sometimes I do. Not sometimes, every single time, I don't want to pick up the phone. like, oh, I don't want to be annoying. Oh, man, it's a Tuesday. Like, what are they doing on Tuesday? I don't know. But it's just like calling your grandma. You need to do it. Just pick up the phone and do it. All right. That's all. Let's do legwork.
2: I do the legwork, the, the foundation. Yep, yep. Exactly. We all got to start
1: somewhere. Yeah. What are your
3: long-term goals with the real estate industry?
0: Ooh, I like that one. Um, I don't even know if this is fully fleshed out because like I said, I feel like every single, not even every single year, every single quarter, every single month, I meet somebody or I learn something new that just opens my eyes uh, to something else I want to do. But I'm also one of those people that's always like, we should try something new. We should do this. We should try that. Um, So I need to have people that kind of reel me back in and like, all right, stick to what works. Uh, stick to what you know is good and let's continue that. And then we'll try something when it's the right time. But uh, goal-wise, long-term, I want to retire off of real estate. I want to have a massive real estate portfolio of, maybe this is a little bit selfish, but a place in every city that I like to travel to, which I'm not very well-traveled, but I'd love to be. And every time I go there, I'd love to say, hey, yeah, I've got a place there. And it's all cash flowing uh, from short-term rentals. And that's how I retire. I just have a huge uh, real estate portfolio, Uh, appreciating assets are awesome as you guys know for a lot of reasons. Um, And then I can stay wherever I want. That's kind of my retirement plan. Uh, Short-term though, like I said, by the end of this year, we're hoping to have 10 agents. We're about halfway through the year. So, um, and we're at three agents. So it's kind of a lofty goal, uh, but hopefully we, you know, our marketing team does what they do and push that forward. Get agents and then i will be the new team lead for those agents and have our co-founder move on to i don't share that much to other <laughs> things and so okay. i can kind of move more into like a management position and training and consulting agents and, and seeing them be successful uh and then i can step slightly out. i'll still be um helping clients in the transaction just to make sure i stay current not only in the market but in the practice as well um but yeah that's uh that's the short-term goal, and that's kind of the long-term goal. Everything in between, I'm not sure. We'll see.
3: Nice. Well, speaking about um, your team, if you were the CEO of your team, what would you make your five-year plan be for your team if you were the CEO? I'm
0: going to brag a little bit. And <laughs> within three years of our team being formed, we're the top 10% team in Colorado, producing, uh, numbers-wise. and that's i mean we always say this not to like brag but just to be honest i we really feel like we're just getting our feet under us uh this year honestly we feel like we've got our our team's processes set up our systems are working um everything we've been doing and building finally works and so we want to take that and just build on it right now we have the foundation now we have the platform and i always i always equate it to buildings because i love i love the picture But um, if you want to build high, you have to dig low. And so we've been digging, digging, digging low for a long time. And I haven't even been here for the whole time for that. Um, But in five years, we would love to be the top 1% team in Colorado. We would love to have a solid, solid Denver, like greater Denver, greater Denver metro area front range team, uh, but potentially start to franchise and kind of branch out to like our mountain, our mountain group don't want to step on any toes there, but our mountain division, uh, or maybe like Miami or something. I don't know. Uh, it depends on the personnel and how that works out. But, um, yeah, we want to start branching out. We want to expand just like most teams do. Uh, but we, we don't want to compromise a single thing. We don't want to just expand to make more money. We don't want to expand to get more online presence. We want to expand because we are the best at what we do. Uh, our results agree with that. The data shows that, uh, and our clients agree as well. So, that's what, we, uh, that's what we're here for. The best customer experience what, like possible.
3: You're motivating me to join
2: a team today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I know of a great one.
2: In terms of expansion,
0: expanding
2: within Colorado or expanding within the states?
0: Oh, other states for sure. Absolutely. Um, but the thing is, we don't want to you know, get ahead of ourselves. We don't want to correct, jump the gun or move too fast. So we want to make sure that wherever we expand to, we maintain that quality 100%. So like I said, Denver metro area, solid there. Uh, Make sure Colorado Springs area is solid. If we end up going into the foothills to the mountains, um, that we're solid before we start moving elsewhere.
1: And just vacations and vacations.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe Mexico, I don't know. (laughs)
3: <laughs> that's good for you. A, glad to hear that
2: uh, it's amazing. A possibility yeah oh it's a possibility sky's the limit
0: yeah and that's the good thing is um you know about our local market i'm not sure how it is exactly in california especially where you guys are at um but we've got a very we have a decently high priced uh state as a whole but specifically in the denver the denver metro area um, it, is, it is pretty high. I don't have exact numbers, unfortunately, um, but we are solid between business, between growth, um, you know, tech companies. Uh, we also have a strong military presence. So a lot of our market is a more stable than a lot of other places, right? I always say this, the places that get the hottest are the ones that cool the most. And as you guys have seen, uh, maybe there hasn't been a huge dip in home value or home sales, um, but there has been a, definitely a dip in appreciation year over year. So we've seen that too, uh, but not as much as we really thought we would, actually. So we have a very, I mean, especially with the spring and summer of 2023, um, we've seen a really solid numbers. So we're chugging along, uh, still estimated to be our numbers from last year and the year before. So um, it's still good there. Because I know a lot of people like to ask, especially people that aren't in the industry, uh, what's the local market like? Are you expecting to crash? You know, all that stuff. So to put that to rest, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, we get that all the time. Market's going to yeah. crash. Market's going to crash.
2: Yeah. But it's different. This year is different. Last couple of years different than what it was. 2009, right. 2009, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. In fact, on our podcast, we covered that a lot. It's called The Innovator, The Imitator, and The Idiot. Um, and, and we try to keep, like, very not, I don't know how to explain it, not complex information. Like it's very approachable. It's very easy, right? Targeting first time home buyers, people that have no experience in real estate whatsoever. Like we want people right. to understand like, Hey, this is not as complicated as you think. And we want to empower you with that knowledge. So that's what I like to talk about. Cause I don't know. I feel like people kind of get on their, uh, their high horse about real estate and they're like, Oh yes, I'm in real estate. Oh yeah. yes you wouldn't understand like, no, it's, it's pretty simple.
1: (laughs) How often do you do your podcasts?
0: Uh, Not as often as people say we should only once every two weeks. So I believe that's bi-monthly. I get confused bi-monthly, bi-weekly. Yeah. Every two weeks. And then another plug, our uh, YouTube channel for our team is called Somewhere in Colorado. So if you guys want to know about Somewhere in Colorado, check it out. Okay,
1: I'm looking it up right now. In terms of Somewhere
2: in Colorado, what's the top three restaurants uh, in Colorado?
0: See, I'm one of those people that doesn't do like fine dining necessarily. I kind of like more hole in the wall, like for your bug kind of places. So Colorado, this is the priciest one, I think. But Eddie V's is a seafood place. But man, they have the best steak. We have a networking group called Zero to 60 Networking, all kinds yeah. of folks today, man. Um, zero to sixty networking. We meet there once a month and it's so good. In fact, they open just for us uh Friday afternoons, but oh, nice. um they're incredible, they're incredible. Um, next. Mm. Yeah, restaurants.
3: Have you started investing in real estate?
0: Have I personally? Yes, so, personally. actually, no, I am going to buy my first, uh, my first, yeah, my first primary residence hopefully by the end of this year, potentially by the end of this month. We'll see. Oh, um, wow. Obviously, I want to be responsible and, and uh, do my due diligence. All but, right. um, yeah, I know. I'm super excited. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's a little nerve wracking for whatever reason. Because you know how it is when it's your own money. It's like there's an emotional tie to things. Whereas we see numbers all the day long. We just throw out hundreds and thousands and millions. And it's like, oh, yeah. Um, but for whatever crunching the numbers and looking at the data on my own, I'm just like, whoa, like that's my own money. I'm seeing leave every month. That's crazy. Um, so it's exciting. It's a little nerve wracking, especially given the nature of our job being uh, all commission. So it's like, I love getting 30 grand in one month, but I also know that going three months without a paycheck is very possible. So not with our systems and processes of our team though. But
3: yeah. Congratulations on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I'll let you guys know when we finally close because you know what you know Mm -hmm. what everybody says. You're not there until you actually close. No premature celebrations here.
3: It's a mansion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Actually it's a tiny little condo. Ironically enough, as much as I love my luxury real estate. For me personally, I just really like small compact spaces. Like, I just like places that are functional. Yeah. Well, and also, it's like property taxes and cost to cool and cost to heat and all the stuff. I'm like, eh, whatever, not for me.
2: Awesome. Awesome. We're at 10 to 5. Um, We're probably going to wrap it up a little bit. You have any questions for us, Kyle? I know we're asking you a lot of questions. Yeah, mm. so many
3: questions.
0: Ask us some questions. No, that's perfect. I, I mean, that's what I'm here for. Let's see. Well, oh, I'll flip the script on you. How is the market in your areas, in Modesto and uh, Stockton? Um,
3: I think Stockton can have a little higher point price point than Modesto. Uh, we're still, I believe, we're still up there. I check the market almost every day and. Um, I haven't really been seeing price reductions as much. Um, yeah.
0: Do you, know, do you know the median sales price? For about,
3: area? I say 400.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Is like yeah. Something. For whatever reason, I thought it would be higher than Denver, but it's actually uh, lower.
2: Well, what do you think, Lawn, in your area? Well, my area, uh, it actually depends on uh, if it's multi units, you know. Uh, Duplex, triplex. Uh, we're looking at five fifty, to six hundred. Yeah. Um, single family home, you know, two bed, two bath, probably about three fifty, four hundred. Yeah, wow. um, I'm
0: assuming your uh, market's uh, also pretty saturated with buyers too. Correct? Like low supply, high demand.
2: Yes, yes. We, I have a lot of a lot of investors, um, you know, looking for multi units. But mm. there's still a lot of cash buyers out there right now. Still, still a lot yeah. of cash buyers still buy. out there. I got still you. To, yeah. cool. and of course, you know, cash is king, right? Oh, of course. You know. they don't, have pay, they don't have to pay the same percent with interest rate right now. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's what killing us. Um, but, I mean, inventory is still low um, in my area. I want you to have to. It's still low. Still, still low, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Same here. I Coming mean, low. like, if you see a good deal, like people, it's it's gone like that. I mean, people don't even care about interest rate almost since. Correct, correct.
3: Yeah, they come and go, yeah. Modesto.
0: Yeah, cool. Well, I will, uh, I'll definitely have to visit you guys. And not only that, but since we have a lot of cross traffic between uh, California and Colorado these days, would love to become a referral partner of yours and uh, send my clients over to you.
3: Awesome. Same for you definitely, guys. Definitely, Can you have Juan, and me, myself. Yeah. You ever need any help or anything? But I'm going to go ahead and uh, stay connected with you because you had some really great advices with the whole teaming, being in the team.
0: Yeah, of course, absolutely. I would love to answer any questions at any
1: time. I love talking about it. Uh, any additional question, questions? Oh, Mia? Any questions
2: any shout
0: out you wanna, want to... Kyle, any shout out you wanna? To... Oh man, <laughs> uh, my old team, Patrick Holland at the Integrity First Team at Pikes Peak Dream Homes Realty, Colorado Springs. And uh, my current team, the Moxie Real Estate Team under EXP Realty, uh, Sean Murphy, Matt Maranick, um, great partners, uh, great in business, but also really good friends, so. I appreciate that. It's hard to get both of those in the same person. (laughs) And congrats on getting married, Wani.
3: Thank you so much. Yeah,
0: congratulations.
3: Thank you. You guys uh... are invited to (laughs) my (laughs) wedding.
1: Cool. But thank you for
3: taking your time to be here with us. You gave us information and very motivating. Keep doing what you got to do. 22 years old. (laughs)
0: are going to probably well, Thank you so much.
3: You're going you're gonna to retire at the age of 30.
0: Oh, I'm there never retiring. Go. This like, is forever. Maybe I'm here for it. <laughs> um, no, I'm truly honored you guys asked, uh, asked to have me here. I appreciate you taking time to uh, listen to me. And I want to thank every one of our viewers uh, for attending and listening. So thank you guys. It means a lot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it, Kyle. Uh, like Wani was saying, you know, we want shout out to you. taking the time and a busy day. Why are you on vacation?
1: Right. <laughs> and
2: uh, you know, speak to us in the audience.